you have the Word of God with you this morning, please turn with me in your Bibles to Hebrews uh, chapter number 2. Here in the New Testament, Hebrews chapter number 2. It truly is a privilege to be with you here this morning. My wife and I are so excited about being back here. We love uh, your pastor and uh, we love... uh, we, we love Dave, too. I mean, I mean let's just say it. And, uh, but no, we praise the Lord for the influence that uh, Pastor Dave has had on my wife and I's life. And, uh, you know, I was, when I was in uh, uh, Dave's youth group, that's when I surrendered to call to preach. And, uh, I mean, that was the man that was first there to help me and, and help me to develop as, as a... Um, so if, you, if I say something that's wrong today, you can... Blame him. So, um, so, but anyways, praise the Lord for the opportunity to be here. Again, it is it's a privilege to have my wife with me. And uh, Brittany, if you don't just mind, just uh, stand up there just real quick. I'd love for you to meet my wife a little bit later. And uh, praise the Lord for her. And, uh, and it's a privilege to have some of her family that came in and surprised us and visited with us today. And thank you for being here. And uh, we're excited about what God's doing all around this world. And uh, in England, it's not Merry Christmas, it's Happy Christmas. And uh, I... It's just one of those things, and so I don't know what it is. It's, we have Christmas there, and we're excited about having our first Christmas there next year. And uh, we'll be at home for one last Christmas this this summer, and be gone for Lord willing about three years. Be back for a short time, and then go back again. We're excited about what the Lord's doing in our lives there, and be able to get started and be there at the end of January. If you have your Bibles, to Hebrews chapter number two, we'll, we'll read one verse here, and then. Um, I talk a little bit about just spend a short time here in the Word of God and uh, see what God has for us this morning. In Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 9, But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that He, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. The first uh, four words there we see here, but we see Jesus. You know, this time of year, uh, time of Christmas, uh, many people view Jesus Christ even throughout the year many different ways. We see Jesus in so many different ways. Many people see Jesus as just a man. Many people see Jesus as a prophet. Another, just another religion out there. Just a good person. You know, many times at Christmas time and things like that, they just see Jesus as a baby. Just in a manger. Many times Christians, we just see maybe Jesus as somebody we just talk about at church. Or maybe somebody that we we've maybe pray to you know, a couple times a week or right before our meals. And so often you know, we might see Jesus as somebody when, man, when things get hard and things get tough, let's go run to Jesus. And so oftentimes the world and Christians view Jesus in so many different ways. But in the Word of God, I believe we see some ways that we should view our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, this time of year is is the best time of year that we can view Jesus in the right way. And one of the ways that we view Jesus here, that we see a few different ways here, in the very first thing, it highlights this time of year. Who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. We see this time of year, and truly, if you were here at the pageant last night, I encourage you to come tonight, and it was powerful. And uh, my, wife, uh, my wife and I just loved it. You know, I, I grew up as a child, the church I went to in West Virginia, we had children's plays and did dramas and things like that. Actually, my grandfather was saved at a drama just like this. 
And uh, it was called Behold the Lamb was the name of it. And it was about the life of Christ. And man, it, it was awesome. And uh, when we prayed for my grandfather for years. So I encourage you to invite your family members and friends to something like this. But God did an amazing thing. It was kind of the tables turned. When I was a kid, Mom was helping me uh, learn my lines. And, uh, and, I mean, I was trying to figure them all out and everything, memorize my lines for the play. And, and uh, just this past week, uh, my, my, my mom, she was, she's in our play back home in our, in our home church. And uh, so she was asking me to help her with her lines. And so it kind of switched tables a little bit, which was kind of neat and everything. But, you know, her character was reading this verse and sharing Christ with somebody around the time of Christmas. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels. You know, the fact is, is Jesus Christ, when he came here to earth, we see his person here, and that he was born into this world, and Jesus was made in the same fashion as man. Matthew chapter 1 and verse number 20 says, But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take, thee, un, take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, with being interpreted, God with us. Jesus, God with us. He being made a little lower than the angels. What an amazing thing to think that God, would be robed in flesh. He was still 100% God and 100% man. The Bible says here, for the suffering of death. We see that for right there is like a by the suffering of death. Think about that. That that's, means that he took on him this body that is decaying. This sick body that perishes, that's going to die. That's going to pass away. He took upon him the ailments of man and, and to feel that pain, to feel the suffering and sickness so that he would know and he would be able to relate with our pain. He would be able to know how we feel and be, know how we are touched in every way. And Jesus Christ took that upon him, being made for the suffering of death. Jesus Christ, he was eternal, but he felt a mortal body. The Bible says in Philippians 2, 5 and 7, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. You know, the first way we should see Jesus this, this season is not just the fact that he came and, and he was born into this world, but when he was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, is when he took on man. He was God-man. 100% man and 100% God at the same time. You know, this is one of the ways we should see Jesus in his person. But not just that, the Bible says he, he was crowned with glory and honor. I mean, this is, I mean, last night, I mean, Jesus Christ, he came out of the grave victorious. He was a victor. He's crowned with glory and honor. We read in Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, 
Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Truly, our Savior is crowned with glory and honor. What a Savior we serve. It isn't a Savior that is, that is defeated or a Savior that stayed in the grave. We have a Savior that is alive forevermore. And He's crowned with glory and honor. You know, I believe this is a way that we should see Jesus. Not just as a baby that's made a little lower than the angels, but crowned with glory and honor and victorious over death, hell, and the grave. Victorious over sin. Defeated this world and the Satan and the devil. Crowned with glory and honor. Luke 2 in verse number 10 says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. We serve the captain of the host of the Lord. We serve a Savior. We serve a victorious Savior. Let us fall before Him in worship this Christmas season. You know, this is a way that the world should see Jesus. This is a way that all these children should see Jesus. is not only just a baby born in a manger, but a baby that was robed in flesh that took on him the ailments and the death of men. He took upon him that, and then he was crowned with glory and honor. He's a victorious Savior. And the fact is, is you know, the last, the last thing we see here in this verse is not only about we see here the first two things that we read, we're about his person. But the last thing we see here, we see Jesus' purpose. The last part of that verse, crowned with glory and honor, the word of God says that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. We truly see Jesus this Christmas time of year tasting death for every man. If you're here this morning and you're not 100% sure you're going to heaven when you die, Jesus Christ tasted death for you. He was robed in that flesh and made a little lower than the angels. He was crowned with glory and honor. And because he was, he's victorious, because he lived a perfect life, because he is God himself robed in flesh, he could taste death for you. He made that payment upon the cross. He died on the cross. He was buried and He rose again. That you might have an opportunity to say, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. What a Christmas story this time of year. The fact that God doesn't want one person to perish and go to hell. He desires that all come to repentance. God is crowned with glory and honor, and we see Him tasting death. For every man. Matthew 1, 1, 21, in the heart of the Christmas story in the book of Matthew. We see him in his purpose. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. This truly is the reason for the season. Jesus came to save us from our sins. We view Jesus and see Jesus in so many different ways. But may we see Him this year. Robed in flesh. Took upon Him the death of men. Crowned with glory and honor. A victorious Savior. Tasting death for every man.
Isaiah chapter number uh, chapter number six here. You know, we we see that title there. We see Jesus. We know, and we notice that, and we realize that many people see Jesus in many different ways. You know, I believe if we get the right vision of God, we'll have the right vision of God for everything else that we do in life. You know, many people, many people say, well, what, what, what am I supposed to do as a Christian? You know, if we have the right view of God in our lives, we'll know how we're to live our lives as Christians. We'll know how we are to live, how we are to daily live this Christmas season. How we're to share Christ with our family. How we're to share Christ at the workplace. How we're to live and work in our local New Testament church. You know, that those things can only be known. We can only know how, we're gonna, how we should be obedient to the Lord if we see Jesus Christ in the way that He should be seen. Isaiah 6 here, we see Isaiah, he saw God for who he was. In verse number 1 we read, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Can you imagine his glory and honor there? And the Bible says in verse number 5, Isaiah said, And then said I, Woe is me! For I am a nun, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of the people of unclean lips, for mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. I believe, you know, you say, what, what is it going to change this world? Is the fact is that these Christians are going to decide to see Jesus in the way you should see Him. And when they do, they'll fall on their face in repentance to God and say, Woe is me, I'm undone. What a great Savior I serve. I'm unworthy to be before Him, to be a Christian for him to save me, and I can do nothing else but give my life to do God's will. You know, we see here that when Isaiah saw God for who he was, he responded a certain way. And when we see Jesus this Christmas, I believe there's only one way that we can respond, and that's the way he did. In verse number 8 of Isaiah chapter number 6, Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. And he said, Go and tell this people, Hear ye indeed, but understand not. For see ye indeed, but perceive not. Go and tell. Go and tell. You know, I believe if we see Jesus, if you're a Christian here this morning, you know for sure that you're going to heaven. And you see Jesus the way you should see Jesus. And I see Jesus the way I should see Jesus. Then we're going to go and tell. We're going to go tell it on a mountain. We're going to go tell the world. There's a Savior that wasn't just born into this world. He wasn't just a good man. He wasn't just a prophet. He was God. Robed in flesh. Crowned with glory and honor. Tasting death for you. If we see Jesus this time of year, our world can change. This world can have true joy. We don't have to be sad and downhearted and things like that. Because we can live in victory in Jesus Christ. God has intended for it to be lived that way. This Christmas time of year, will you see Jesus the way God intended for you to see Him? In these ways that we've spoken of, that you may go and tell a lost and dying world the message of Christmas.